0: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
1: Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and Ten Podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsey Pillares. The San Francisco 49ers have just wrapped up their first practice of the week, and we've got some updates from head coach Kyle Shanahan, some evaluations from defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes, and a few players talked a bit about their game, and we'll cover all of that here To start, Lindsay, first and foremost, what are the latest injury updates? Did anything come up from the first preseason game, or is the team expecting to get some guys back?
0: Yes, so a lot of good things to report on the injury front, starting with, of course, there were no new injuries that took place during that preseason opener against the Raiders. So the team is super happy to be moving on and just dealing with a little bit of the injury bug that hit them in the days leading up to that game. But again, all the positive news is rolling in. There are actually six players that the team expects to have back at some point during the week. We saw one of them come back yesterday, Uh, but those six players from head coach Kyle Shanahan are running back Elijah Mitchell, defensive lineman Drake Jackson, defensive lineman Kalia Davis, linebacker Dre Greenlaw, defensive lineman Robert Beal Jr., and wide receiver Danny Gray. Danny Gray is the person that returned to practice on Tuesday, saw him participating in 11 on 11 drills. So for the most part, trending in the right direction, Um, And then there are some delays, so it's not all 100% great news. Tight end George Kittle is expected to be out for another week. He's dealing with an adductor strain. And then safety George Odom suffered a shoulder injury. He's likely not going to be back until the regular season, but Shanahan said the goal is to get him in a blue non-contact jersey so he can be involved with practice. Uh, Did not see him in that jersey yesterday, but stay tuned. We still have two more practices later this week. And then linebacker Oren Burks actually suffered a PCL sprain during those joint practices in Vegas. And he is not expected to be a participant in the preseason. So, Lots of information to dive into there.
1: All right, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about quarterback Brock Purdy and what his practice routine is like. If we look back to the start of camp, the team was easing him in with some days off, but how's it looking now midway through the preseason?
0: Happy to report that quarterback Brock Purdy is now fully cleared and has been given the green light to not have any more practice restrictions. Like you mentioned, Right when he was cleared prior to training camp, he was put on a pitch count. And the way that looked at the start of camp was throwing two days and then two days off. And then we saw him take the progression from throwing in back-to-back days and just having the one day off to separate that. This week, we're expected to see him throw all three days without restrictions. So as far as we're concerned, he's fully back and ready to go. And we saw him take a bulk of the first-team reps yesterday, uh, had 28 practice snaps total, connected on 15 of 19 pass attempts. So he's looking good.
1: All right, so we also got to hear from defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes yesterday. He broke down Sunday's game a little bit, and obviously – It was not the result he was looking for. But what was his message to the defense after that game? And how has the team responded?
0: Yeah, so I think his opening comments were pretty strong. And in a good way, you want that really strong leadership following a performance that doesn't live up to exactly what the expectations were. And he opened up just saying that as a whole, the defensive unit did not perform to the standard to which he holds them, which again, we're looking at a team that closed out that 2022 season as the number one overall defense in the league. That being said, he was able to single out some guys that he really thought popped off uh, on Sunday, and those guys include cornerback Ambry Thomas, cornerback Sam Womack, linebacker Jalen Graham, who's a rookie, so really showing some Promise there, um, safety Tyler Hawkins, and also rookie safety Jair Brown. So he said individual performances were there for him. It's all about putting it together now as a unit.
1: And the story of training camp and in the preseason games is the battle for a spot on the final 53 man roster. And there's competition at pretty much every position group throughout that time. It's all about who shows out and takes advantage of their opportunity. Yesterday, there was some talk about competition at the nickel position. Steve Wilkes mentioned a luxury of options. Tell us about some of those options and what you've seen in the secondary.
0: Yeah, so I want to highlight veteran cornerback Isaiah Oliver. He definitely has been the guy running with the ones throughout most of training camp and was one of the few veterans that suited up for Sunday's game against the Raiders. But however, he is not a Complete and total lock for that starting job. We heard that from head coach Kyle Shanahan. And then that was also echoed by defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. They're trying several players. Steve Wilkes called it a Rolodex of players at that inside position. So options for the nickelback include rookie undrafted free agent Deshaun Jameson. Then we've also got third year cornerback Diamondor Lenore. We've also seen A.J. Parker get a few reps at that position as well. All in all, this is the time that they'll be testing what combinations of players make sense. So stay tuned for that because they're going to be playing with that configuration throughout the course of the preseason.
1: And separate from the nickel position, but while we're talking about the secondary Tell us about Ambry Thomas. He made some plays on Sunday, and overall, he's just spoken about how much more confident he feels this year. What's his journey been like in the Bay, and how has he built that confidence coming into his third season?
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing with Ambry Thomas is that it's been a little bit of an up and down journey you expect players to make a big jump from their rookie to their second gear and that wasn't necessarily the case with ambry thomas he had a very hot finish to his rookie season which was 2021 and actually was dealing with a lingering ankle injury towards the back end of that 2022 season that frankly put him back a little bit. However, he spoke at length about just how important this most recent offseason has been. He went into the offseason with a plan of how he was going to train who he was going to train with, where he was going to go as soon as the season was over, and put that plan into action. And that's really where he says his confidence has been rooted. And you've seen that materialize his performance on the field. He's had a very solid camp. And that's continuing into the preseason. We saw him make a slew of big plays in this Raiders game, a couple of pass breakups in that first half, and then also a big fourth and one stop with Kerry Hyder Jr. And that's something he's taking a lot of pride in and hopes to continue to put on tape in these next two games.
1: We heard also from Talano Hufunga, and he talked about his flexibility with Deshaun Gibson between free safety and strong safety. Tell us about why the defense is looked up that way and what kind of confidence that brings him in the secondary.
0: Yeah, so he talked a little bit about, first of all, I'd like to highlight just the great relationship that those two have. Uh, Gibson senior was a late addition to the team. He came in in September of last year and the chemistry between him and Talanoa Hufanga has just been, I don't know, a plus, there's no other way to describe it. They are best friends on and off the field. And I do feel that you see that translate to everything they put on tape together. And he did mention that there is a ton of flexibility in that back end and Basically, it sounds like it's Talano Hufunga just deciding play-by-play. Play, they often swap whether he's playing free safety or strong safety, and he's been encouraged to be that vocal leader, and that's something he's gotten a lot of support from from Tashawn Gibson Sr., and I imagine that that will continue being the case. Um, it definitely allows for them to not create tendencies for opposing offenses to really pick up on. And that's something he mentioned. So definitely going to be expecting to see more of that in this coming season.
1: Yeah, really cool to hear some insight on the defense there. But that will do it for today. Be sure to look out for all of the 49ers preseason content on 49ers.com. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this preseason update. Don't forget to follow First and Ten on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week